Hey guys, welcome to Hangout Talks, episode 9. I'm Peter, the suited marketer, and I'm with Pet from Mr. Goodall. And today we're hanging out with our good friend, Christopher Corey, a real estate and menswear icon. We'll be hearing about his story, his perspective on life and business, and how to genuinely live your life with compassion. With all that said, let's hang out. Hey, welcome everybody. We're hanging out with Christopher Corey. I don't think I need to say much more than that, but Christopher Corey, he runs New York top real estate company and just launched a suiting and menswear, CKC New York, a huge influencer on Instagram. Let's welcome back Christopher Corey. Hey, thank you guys. A pleasure to be here. A pleasure, Christopher. We're happy to have you back. Thank you. Thank you. Christopher's hanging out with us again. Uh, last time we, you know, we, we hung out. I don't even know how long that was ago. That was what? I think it was December, right? That was <laughs> December. Around December. Yeah. Around December, November we've last year. Lost, yeah, we've all lost all sense of time. <laughs> <laughs> and and now we just want to expand on this. Uh, and just we're excited to have Christopher here. And we'll, we'll start it out. Like, uh, how, how are you doing during this uh, quarantine in New York? I know this uh, is a huge thing right now. So I will. We'll dive into that and we'll get that out of the way. Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty much a science fiction movie here right now. It's, uh, you know, very bizarre and very strange. But, uh, you know, it's for the greater good to keep everybody uh, healthy and safe. So we're doing the best we can by uh, just locking ourselves down and, uh, you know, hoping for uh, better days ahead. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I know you're running... Uh, the real estate in the suit and i know like what would be your advice and how do you, you pivot and you're able to adapt during these times to everybody else that's kind of going through the similar things like um still be successful in that sense well you know there's no blueprint for this this is mm. uh you know a very unique and uh pretty tragic event so um just like anything in life you know you got to sort of uh do the best you can with what you got to work with um so you know as the uh as the circumstances change you have to change along with it so you know you do the best you can with working from home um trying to take care of all those things that you put off for way too long uh you know both uh, professionally and personally uh you know we always complain about not having enough time to do things <laughs> And mm. now, yeah. now uh, we don't really have that excuse anymore. Uh, so Everything's uh, on the table at this point. Yeah, you know, you got to be careful what you wish for because you just might get it, you know. And mm -hmm. uh, this isn't the way we plan to get it. But, um, you know, you have to make the best use of your time. I think it's important to just stay productive every day. Um, reach out to as many people as you can, both uh, professionally and, and personally um and and sort of just you know keep the fires going until um things turn around for the better yeah and definitely since we're talking about you know adaptation and stuff you want to dive in a little bit more about your story christopher could you tell us like you know what was your story like growing up especially in new york city and like how is life a little bit different because i know new york can be a little can be good or bad depending on where you are. You know, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, to summarize, like, how how is it like growing up in uh, New York? 
Yeah, I mean, it's not your uh, typical childhood. <laughs> and that would be an understatement. Uh, you yeah. know, I think just like uh, any city kid, uh, you grow up very, very fast in the city. And it becomes um, sort of an accelerated schooling program, not so much in academics, but more in the ways of the world and dealing with different kinds of people. I have to say, I, I do consider myself very fortunate to have been born and raised here and um, and sort of experienced everything and everyone that the city has to offer. Whereas in more sort of rural um, environments, uh, you don't really get that. So mm -hmm. you get exposed to a lot more here, which has been, uh, you know, a godsend for me. Mm -hmm. But uh, it's de it's definitely <laughs> a unique a unique experience and uh, mm -hmm. and sort of a uh, very accelerated uh, childhood. It's very, that's very interesting because I know I I grew up in Colorado, so it's or both of us in a way grew up in Colorado. It's, in a way, it's very rural, so right. we're slowly shifting towards that more like city life and sometimes I, don't know, I know for me when i go to vietnam or like anywhere i'm like oh wow culture shock that's a lot of yeah. <laughs> you know there's no there's no better or worse it's just very different mm -hmm. um you know there yeah. are pluses and minuses to uh to both it's really uh mm -hmm. i think a lot of it has to depend on your personality and what you're mm -hmm. sort of geared towards for me and my personality um it was just the city and I were just sort of a perfect match. And so mm -hmm. it, it, it worked out. Okay. You know, for other people, uh, I, I grew up with people who were born and, and were raised in the city and couldn't wait to get out of the city and wanted more of the, you know, a big house mm -hmm. and a white picket fence and a, and a backyard and, you know, all that comes along with it. Uh, it's really, it's how you adapt it to your personality. It's, it's, but it's like a well-fitting, you know, suit. It either feels good on you or it doesn't. And if it doesn't, something's wrong and you got to make a change. And absolutely. And when I, um, I visited New York a few years ago and it was in Manhattan, it's just like little things, like little nuances, like everybody had like, that you yeah. had to pretty much quickly adapt to. It's like one thing is like crossing the street. I was like, where, right. where, where is everybody going? And it was like, it's red. Um, and I just go. And I'm like, oh, okay, should we go? Should we go? We'll go. We'll go. Um, so, yeah. And yeah, the, law, the laws here um, aren't really laws. They're more suggestions than laws that are, that are sort of slightly inferred. And uh, people take it upon themselves uh, how they interpret those laws. Yeah, <laughs> and, and sort of make them their own. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, yeah. in a in a way, it's the wild, wild west here, and uh, you know. But like anything else, you get you get used to it pretty fast as you're immersed in it. Yeah, by the third day, uh, my friend and I were there. We're like, all right, we're walking like this. We're, yeah, we're, we got <laughs> yeah. so used to it. You're, yeah, you're dodging cabs and, and trying not to get hit by buses and trains and stuff, and then you just it's your way of life. You just you get you you get used to it it's uh it's funny when i travel to other places even major cities that are that are not like that you know everything <laughs> everything feels like it's in slow motion to me because i'm just used to uh, the pace and the sort of you know the mayhem of new york and then every other place feels like you know 
everybody's sort of walking through mud. It's just, it's weird. Um, yeah, yeah. I have to, I have to do it the other way. It takes me a couple of days to slow down rather than, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, and no, that's my true. adjustment. So it's, it's the complete opposite. It's even like ordering food and they're like, what do you want? All right, we need to hurry. And I'm like, oh shoot, uh, I don't even know. I'm first time yeah. here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, they, it, <laughs> there's not a lot of patience here. Uh, <laughs> for anything they they got to get them in and get them out and and you just get used to that pace i mean you know you get your stuff and you're eating it walking down the street i mean it's yes just, uh it's it's mm -hmm. you know it's just a, a very accelerated pace and uh, mm -hmm. everywhere else you go it feels like you're on vacation <laughs> oh yeah absolutely i remember i went to new york once i think we were, we were passing by philly and went all the way through um the empire state building and I remember, like, coming from Colorado, the most I've experienced is downtown where everybody's, like, almost like New York, but, uh, like, probably, like, a little bit less than that. Like, you're still running around with food. But then when I went to New York, <laughs> that kind of that life in, like, downtown Denver just escalated ten, ten times. You cross the street, you better be bolting past that street before, like, a bus yeah. or something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> definitely unique and so it's uh, it's almost like a video game here you know you got to uh your reflexes have to be sharp and you always have to be looking around what's what's around the next corner it's super tetris pretty much <laughs> it is it's just trying to make all the pieces fit before you, it's game over mm -hmm. you know we could definitely go on and on about new york yeah um and um speaking of when last time we spoke we were going about your journey um and i would we would definitely love like everybody that's listening right now to kind of get a glimpse into how you started your journey and your career path. So you could, you kind of take us down uh, that phase of a little bit. Yeah, sure. Well, it's like anything else, you know, everything you plan is sort of like a very loose sketch, you know, of how you, mm -hmm. how you think it'll go versus how it actually really, it ends up going. Um, I originally went to school uh, to go into interior design and uh mm -hmm. you know i didn't really know how to get uh clients so i had sort of the idea of going to get my real estate license and you know my idea was well you sell somebody an apartment and if it needed work or it needed they needed help with the interior design you know i could cultivate business that way uh, but what happened to me was very unusual in real estate in that uh, I s sort of was sold a lot of apartments right away, which mm. is very unusual in real estate. Usually your first year or two in real estate's rough and you're just learning the business and you don't, you don't, you're not really making any money and you're, you're sort of struggling. But uh, I was very fortunate in that it, it sort of took off right away. And then uh, the day I could, open my business by myself, I, ju I jumped at the chance. But again, it was a it was a big risk. And uh, I've told this story numerous times to uh, various different people, but I, I actually started my business. Um, there's a restaurant at the top of Barney's uh, here in New York that's actually now closed. Um, that was called Fred's. And I literally started my business at the bar at, at at Fred's New York in, in Barney's. I, I got five of the best tailored suits I could find and mm -hmm. I had no money in the bank, but I knew a lot of, uh, 
sort of the elite of New York would uh, would have lunch there. So I nursed an iced tea at the bar for like six hours a day because that was about all I could afford. And, uh, you know, waited for people to sit down. And in a a city like New York, you know, people always engage you and and talk to you. And eventually, after a couple of weeks, someone sat down and and they mentioned to me that they were thinking about moving and uh, asked me what I did. And I said, I'm in real estate. And it just... uh, it took on a life of its own and um you know through basically through referrals i was able to build my business and and that's really how it started for me and then the the styling portion of it came later on only because you spend so much time with your clients uh, you become sort of a member of the family and, and they become friends as well as clients and they're always asking you you know where did you get your suit or where did you get this or that? And I would take them to my tailor to go have stuff made. And it started to become sort of a side business. And then social media came along. And um, when it did, it uh, and I was very reluctant to get on it. And I was sort of the last guy on Instagram. And um, but, you know, it, it it took on a life of its own and that that spawned another business and and here we are mm-hmm. wow <laughs> no that, that's crazy that you brought that up like we i know we talked before but that that's new to us as one that that's great like i think that's great because from everybody's when you're starting out everybody's like oh you had to network in that way and you had to go through that you had to pay the price in that sense yeah. Um, would you say that would be your advice for anybody like want to go into any business at all? Kind of like just how you went through with your iced tea? Yeah, I would say, especially in today's world, um, which is both good and bad. Uh, these days mm-hmm. you could be the most talented person in your field and not get very far simply because you didn't have the right connections or make the right connections, which is um, unfortunate because there's a lot of very talented people out there who don't get recognized simply because they don't, they're not networking uh, in the right circles. So their, their talents are going unnoticed. So it's sort of uh, the price you have to pay today. Networking uh, is a crucial part to any business. Uh, simply because because of the the multiplication factor of the people who know other people who know other people who know other people, you eventually get led down the path of connecting with someone you never would have otherwise. Um, it's you know, I mean, a lot of it depends on what kind of business you're in, but uh, very few businesses uh, become successful, uh, you know, with you standing in one spot. You really have to get out there yeah. and and get in front of as many people and as many eyes as possible. And of course, social media has been great for that. But I think it has to be used in conjunction with getting out there in front of, you know, uh, live people and making those connections, especially in a city like New York. Uh, because it's mm-hmm. very much a, a web of people that are connected and it's sort of geographically very small. 
Um, so, mm-hmm. you know, that goes a long way. But either way, I think a good balance of both is is crucial uh, for business these days. Yeah, most definitely. And, and speaking of business-wise, what would you say, like, your approach for KCK New York for your suiting business and your real estate business for Christopher Corey, like, do both of those definitely apply? Like, how, how are they different and how are they... How would you, how do you go about both of them? Are your processes the same? Uh, Generally, I would say, yes, they are. Simply because I think Mm -hmm. in any business, um, especially when it, when it comes to sales, you, you sell yourself, your product Mm -hmm. uh, ultimately becomes almost secondary uh, because the first thing in the door is you. And that's what has to make an impression and develop trust and garner some respect. So, and I've, I've told this to people who have worked with me, you know, over the years, the first rule of selling is don't sell. If you, as a salesperson, if you're selling all the time, people are hip enough now to read right through that. Yeah. What you want to do is associate yourself with the best possible product or or develop the best possible product that you can Mm -hmm. so that when you walk in a room and you're presenting it to somebody, you're supremely confident not only in yourself, but the product that you're representing. Now, that can be in real estate, that can be homes and apartments and houses in the Hamptons and, and all of the above, or... Uh, a clothing line that you've developed that you have um, supreme confidence in that it's the highest quality. It's, it's the best style. It's the, it, it makes everybody look good. I mean, you know, you have to have confidence in both yourself and, and what you're putting out there um, to the world. And if you, if you have that confidence in both yourself and your product, it, it sort of takes care of itself. I almost never do a hard sell on one, um, Mm -hmm. simply because you almost lead by example. You, you can develop trust and rapport with your clientele. Um, and Mm -hmm. they feel confident, you know, you're not going to lead them down a wrong path, which if you have half a brain in your head, you never would because those people are your best advertising. If you, if you take care of your clients, mm-hmm. whether it be in the, in the shop or in real estate, they refer you to other people and the word gets out. And if the word gets out that you did a great job or you have a, the best quality product, it, it sort of feeds on itself and it, it, develops its own culture that that comes to you rather than you chasing it uh you talked about confidence christopher like uh for somebody that like oh man i'm not even confident so i guess i can never sell or my product is great but i'm not confident in it like how like what would you say like be the number one like here you could build the confidence from this way or um well, your experience of course confidence sort of comes from within it's it sort of stems from the idea of not worrying about what everyone else thinks of you. What you have to worry about is what you think of you. When you, when you stop worrying about being liked or accepted or fitting in, 
and all of those things, if you can sort of bury all that and think about what's authentically you and where you want to be, that's where confidence comes from. Uh, it comes from putting less importance on other people's opinion than your own. Um, only you know what's right for you. The problem, or one of the problems in the world today is everybody is looking to be accepted or liked or approved of, mm -hmm. and that's giving them temporary confidence. But it's very fleeting because they don't know who they are. Uh, oh. They're just pandering to any group that will accept them. And unfortunately, you know, social media has a lot to do with that. Um, it's, sort yeah. of, it's sort of, <laughs> yes, it does. You know, the whole no, premise, true. let's take Instagram, for example, the whole premise of Instagram, the idea itself mm. I get and is really good. I wish it was implemented in different ways, only because I think people go on mm -hmm. Instagram and they see other people's lives and they look at it and they see everything that they don't have, which bugs me to no end, which is why <laughs> yeah. I try to put out a positive message yeah. to try to help someone rather than beat them down. But the other, you know, the way it's structured yeah. is very emblematic of, you know, how socially screwed up everybody is these days. You know, if you're on Instagram mm -hmm. and you've developed any sort of popularity or whatever, or you're trying to get popularity, you know, what is, how is it structured? How, how is it, it built? Well, you want to get more likes, right? And I use yeah. the word in quotation marks, mm -hmm. likes. So you want to be yeah. liked. And so the more people hit the picture, the more liked you feel mm -hmm. you are. I, I would rather they yeah. change, uh, like to respect okay many, you know how yeah. many respects you got yeah um if that little red mm -hmm. heart would come up and say respect next to it everybody would be a lot better off mm -hmm. i'd much rather be respected than like yeah. you know you, you can't please everybody and not everybody's gonna like you 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 have to like yourself yeah. and as far as you know followers no, though, i would rather have you join me than follow me um mm -hmm. you know following is is something like that is in a herd mentality you know a group following one individual yeah. you know don't don't follow mm -hmm. join or don't follow lead but lead yourself lead by example and if someone is inspired by that, then you've done your job. Mm -hmm. No, that's very true words, Christopher. That, that's, a, that's a whole quote <laughs> on its own. Well, <laughs> that's, honest, yeah. that, 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 that's a gem right there. So whoever's listening, they're like, oh, man, I've been thinking Instagram all like wrong all the, like, the time. So Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I tell like a lot of like um, people I consult in marketing all the time, I'm like, really like stop looking at the likes and actually start looking at other things that's going well with your posts like your engagement how are people interacting what are people saying go more in depth of how you know the people who are genuinely communicating with you and stop talking about like other stuff that you people want to hear be genuine this right is exactly exactly and, and also i mean a lot stuff. of it depends on what you're 
what the purpose of you being on social media is. You know, Absolutely. some people, mm-hmm. it's all about business and building a brand. And for other people, it's much more social, you mm-hmm. know, and uh, they treat it sort of more like mm-hmm. Facebook. Than it's, Instagram has become much more of a uh, sort of a business oriented sort of platform. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, which is great. And it, it's really it's really great for that. The, the unfortunate byproduct of mm-hmm. that, though, is that now everything has become about brand rather than actual mm-hmm. quality of product. You could have the worst product in the world, mm-hmm. but if you built your brand up to a certain level, you'll, you'll be somewhat successful. Whereas if you have an incredible product and you haven't built the brand up enough, you know, it... it it sort of falters. Mm. So I think, you know, mm-hmm. it's best to have a good combination of both where you can have, you know, a certain amount of branding to it, but mm. that's backed up by a, by a quality product, which, you know, not only on Instagram, but mm-hmm. in the world today is, is sorely lacking. Uh, there's, you know, for lack of a better term, there's a lot of crap out there. <laughs> but, <laughs> But there's a lot of crap with really good branding. Um, And that goes for both product Mm -hmm. and people. (laughs) I mean, it's, you know, I Mm -hmm. mean, there's a lot of people on Instagram who as a, as a brand, they're great as a person, not so much. Um, Yes. It's, it's really, it's, you know, Mm -hmm. unfortunately quality has gone by the wayside. So in both, your personal life and mm-hmm. your your professional life you just want to be associated with the mm-hmm. best quality that you could possibly um be associated with because a, a it's a reflection on you and mm-hmm. you will find it way more fulfilling than you will you know with some empty brand that's that's somewhat successful because that the sustainability of that is mm-hmm. is pretty sure yeah, no, and I, I, we always read your posts, and they're always inspirational, and you push you forward. It's not like, let me try to sell you something. It's always like, let me inspire you to do more. Like, uh, like, or where do you draw your inspiration from? Like to keep pushing people to lend a hand in that sense for business and everything. Well, a lot of that is, um, you know, as a as we were talking about earlier, in that. I just felt like when I first got on Instagram, I could see that like a lot of young people were on Instagram and it was sort of developing a culture of young people looking at this platform and, you know, feeling terrible about themselves because they're comparing their life to everybody else that looks amazing in pictures, but you know, they have no idea, but they, they would look at it and say, Oh my God, you know, I'm such a loser. Look at everything I don't have. And yeah. it sort of, it became that sort of um, a medium of lack, so to speak, in that it, it just, it felt very empty to me. And I just thought, look, if, if you have what I guess is close to a billion eyes on you, I mean, Instagram's got like 800 or 900 million users that many or potentially that many eyes on you why wouldn't you use it for something good or to give somebody a helping hand it seems like if you have that kind of reach you know Mm -hmm. you'd have to be a 
pretty messed up individual not to want to help somebody or use that platform to to give somebody a leg up and the problem is you know mm-hmm. we've sort of developed to sort of like a, this narcissistic society where everything's about look at me look at me look at me instead of and that's okay look at me look mm-hmm. at me is okay but how about look at me and hey you need help because i can do that too yeah it's become more of like okay look at me and then they're like yeah oh, exactly what do i get from this exactly. like you automatically so i made, ask that question I made a question away like, to myself how can we help each other do this and i was you know really reluctant to get on. <laughs> i mean i wasn't on any social media and i yeah. was pretty happy about it you know but uh, <laughs> as we live in today's world yeah. you know um it, it it is a tool that that is sort of a necessary evil to be in in today's society in terms of business Mm-hmm. Um, so when I did it, I made a promise to myself that, you know, I would try to promote something positive that if, even if it helped one person, it was worth mm-hmm. it. Uh, and as far as what's written there every day, mm-hmm. you know, that is basically, uh, what I come up with in the shower every morning, to be honest with you. It's, it's, I am talking, to, <laughs> I, I am talking to the audience. As much as I am talking to myself, you know, there are days where, and, you know, I've been there more times than, than I would want to be, of, you know, not being able to be motivated and feeling down and feeling sort of beaten up. And, and, you know, it's what I tell myself to get myself up in the morning. And it literally, I just take that and, and put it on the page uh that day and and that's how it happens mm-hmm. a lot of things that you um came up with the idea from was it from like idols or anything in the past that motivated you, or um, you i didn't really up? you know i had a lot of people that i respected and were inspired by generally growing up mm-hmm. you know all my friends were a lot older than i was so they were already uh, ahead in in their careers and their lives and whatever and i was always inspired by that um but i think just like most of life you know it's almost process of elimination you see so much and you see so much that you don't want that you can start to cultivate by process of elimination what you do want and you can and you develop this as you get older you you become a better editor you know you sort of see what's important who's important what matters who matters and you you cultivate and refine those skills to the point where you're much more able to weed out the noise and uh see a lot more clearly um but as far as inspiration uh i've been inspired by by so many people from my parents and friends and family members that you know you just take all those experiences and you sort mm-hmm. of make them your own and then you you cultivate your own persona and how you want to live i i can re- definitely relate to that and um you taking this topic away from more of like the business and the motivational talk <laughs> okay. let's talk about a little more relaxing things <laughs> thank god um, yeah. you okay with that <laughs> yeah. i'm gonna wind things down a little bit <laughs> Yeah, so out of the business mindset, 
like how how does how does Christopher Corey find you know time to relax, unwind? Uh, what do you do to like disconnect? Well, from well these everything? days, you know, <laughs> uh, it's not hard. To go all analog, you know. All you gotta yeah, do you don't have a choice. You don't have a choice. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we are, you know, we are. We are stuck on the service road to the highway, man. <laughs> like uh, it is, it is uh, not that hard to do right now. In when things are, you know, quote unquote, more normal. Um, for me, it's uh, mm -hmm. you know, detaching from the phone is a crucial part, and for me, um, that segues generally mm -hmm. right into music. Uh, I'm a I'm a big mm -hmm. music guy, and. It uh, music has not only chronicled my life, but has saved me uh, from you know my head exploding on, on various occasions. But I would say music, art, um, mm -hmm. anything that that's sort of beautiful and inspirational that that isn't necessarily lighting up in your face all the time. You know, we, we've mm, become okay. so conditioned to mm -hmm. staring at various size screens um in our lives that we it's mm -hmm. it's like present 24 7. i think it's important you know to sort of mm -hmm. um be inspired by a book or music or or something that's just not so in your face that you can use more of your imagination towards you know, i think that's how you develop um your own sort of inspiration and and it's also a piece of unwinding is letting you know letting your mind dictate the let your mind you know be the paintbrush on the canvas rather than a screen lighting up you know giving you all the stimulation because you become you become a zombie that way you know you got to you have to sort of let your mind expand yeah. and go to places that it, it doesn't normally during the day. And, and in its own way, that's unwinding. Um, you know, there's, you can do that through music and art mm -hmm. and books, and you can also do that in complete silence, you know, just not having noise and, and, mm -hmm. and things around you too can be the most blissful thing on earth. Um, and, and it helps you unwind and relax and, and think about other things or not think at all, which is in its own way, its own vacation. Speaking of music, like, um, is there your go-to right now? Is there like something you just picked up on during everything that's going on? You're like, oh man, I, I like this. Uh, you know, it's funny you say that. You know, I'm, I've generally grown up, I like all kinds of music. I mean, I have very eclectic taste in music, but I've always sort of mm -hmm. been a, a, an R&B and jazz guy. Okay. Yeah. But there has been, um, nice. you know, a lot of downtime here lately. And one of the good <laughs> things about, you know, screens and stuff uh, <laughs> sort of lighting up in your face is um, you're able to explore a lot more. And there's a lot of people putting out content you know, whether it be on YouTube or in like there are podcasts and things like that, that, you know, you maybe never would have stumbled upon, yeah. you know, had you been more busy and whatever. So music there, there definitely has been some, but what I have found of these creators on YouTube who are making like these 
beautiful short films and things like that and, uh, and, are, okay. and are putting out like some amazing content uh, okay. in very short formats you know that are only whatever seven eight ten minutes long uh, but that are, yeah. are absolutely beautiful to look at um and uh, accompanied with with great music and i'm I'm infinitely impressed, especially given that some of them are extremely young and, you know, they're, they're experimenting with this sort of medium and they're, they're really, they're really amazing. And it's sort of, it's inspired me because, uh, towards the end of this year, we're, we're starting our own YouTube channel. Okay. And, um, I don't oh, nice. want it to mm -hmm. be what I see that's out there right now and and i and i mean no disrespect to the guys mm -hmm. who are you know giving style advice and and all that kind of thing on youtube there's some extremely knowledgeable people on there and and on instagram as well and there's some there's some real morons on there too yeah <laughs> that i, I, I love I, it i mean it is in every industry nobody's listening to this dude <laughs> because they're going down a black hole like that. you know yeah and it's not even that these guys aren't knowledgeable but just i don't know it's you know i don't, I don't even want to I will go down. This is not wanna, from the like, right sources, know, maybe. <laughs> I don't want to drag anybody through the through the mud, but um, and and some of them, and I see them, they have like huge followings, and I'm thinking to myself, yeah. Yeah. are you kidding me? You know, but hey, you know, more power <laughs> to them. They they've developed a business, and you know, I just I fear for like especially the young guys who are who are following these guys, you know hanging on what they tell them and i'm like oh my god so i don't want to be that um <laughs> but you know mm -hmm. i'm definitely no, inspired definitely... by a lot of these young creators who are and having nothing to do with style or pressure they may be in a total a lot of a lot of photography guys i follow now and um because photography is something that i'm very into as well mm -hmm. and uh and I look at them mm -hmm. and I'm inspired by them and what they've been able to create. And it's helped me sort of, I had a sort of an idea of what I wanted our channel to look like both visually and orally. And, um, it, it mm -hmm. sort of helped me cultivate that. And so that's been very inspiring. I have to say. No, no, that's awesome. Like, did, um, are you more of like the storytelling format on your YouTube? And that's what you kind of lead. Um, it's sort uh, of going to be a, a mishmash of a lot of different sort of um, forms. I don't, okay. you know, I see a lot of these guys. Mm -hmm. I get requests all the time, you know, for style advice and what. And I'm I'm humbled and mm -hmm. honored by it. I truly am. But I don't want to be these guy. One of these guys that I see mm -hmm. on YouTube, you know, sitting behind a desk and telling you what shoes to buy you know that i know like any <laughs> like anything else um i, I want to be you know like anything else i've tried to do and like you know you lead by example and i don't want to you know tell someone and dictate to them what this you know if they ask yeah. me i'm happy to tell them my opinion of, of 
you know, a certain product or brand or, or, but, you know, ultimately people have to learn how to think for themselves and how to make things their own. So what I'm going to try to do is inspire them to do that with a mishmash of uh, a lot of different forums that haven't really been seen for a while. And it, as far as I can tell, and I've been doing a lot of research here in my downtime, isn't, yeah. isn't really out there yet. Yeah. So, um, you know, it, it's, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be quite the undertaking from a production um, standpoint. Um, where it's going to be hard to crank this stuff out because mm -hmm. a lot of it's there's a lot that's going to have to go into it, but um, yeah, I also don't want mm -hmm. these things to be too long because you know I see a lot of these videos and when before I click on it, if I see this video is you know 28 minutes long of a guy sitting behind a desk telling me you know that this tie doesn't go with this shirt. I, you know, I'd rather, I'd rather stick my head in the oven than, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's Fair just enough. some sort of form of torture. So I want to, you know, keep it yeah. short and sweet, but with the highest quality content that I can provide. Mm -hmm. Oh, man, we, we, Pete and I are still laughing because mm -hmm. we love hanging out with you because you just give it a two inch straight. <laughs> Which is what we love. Like it's just like it's part of hangout talks. It's part of yeah. no. Totally. And I mean that. Uh, that's a lot of what's yeah, yeah, yeah. on the channel too. You know, I am uh, notorious for telling you like it is, for better or for worse. And uh, you know, I, I just life's too short yeah. to be. You know, let's get down to it and and call it like it really is. It'll save everybody a lot of time and anguish if yeah. we do. No, that's very true. And then we spoke a little bit about like photography earlier. What, do you yeah, go around and yeah, do, photography do. or take pictures um, of New York you know, or because you <laughs> photography? Actually, one of the best things to come from Instagram is um, it sort of cultivated my my love of photography. I always loved photography, but now having to do it all the time. Mm -hmm. um daily <laughs> yeah which is a job unto itself yeah um i mean uh, i wish i would much rather not be pictures mm -hmm. of me and pictures of other people but that doesn't really fit in yeah <laughs> uh, you know yeah. the ironic part of it is, you know, i can't stand to have my picture taken but it's a necessary evil but yeah when uh when i can break mm -hmm. away and uh <laughs> and not take pictures of me uh you generally find me walking around mm -hmm. taking pictures of both people places and things in new york mm -hmm. or wherever i am you know we we recently did a, mm -hmm. a runway show in paris and um towards towards the end there we had sort of yeah, one or two days of downtime and i was just walking around paris you know snapping everything I could that caught my eye and it's just it, it's not from a memory point of view it, it's really you know although you look back at those things and you know they're great memories but you it's more just something of beauty and in a city like Paris it's everywhere but uh, just something of beauty that catches your eye it's a moment in mm -hmm. time that you've captured or a thing that you've captured 
I find those things extremely inspiring and, and fulfill you in a way um, that, that nothing else does. That's amazing. Yeah, I know I find myself, especially during this quarantine time, I was able to like go out and have a little bit of a hike to myself. And I took a few pictures, but right, right. when I got out of that outfit, I think I posted it today on Instagram. It was just me in the Red Mountains. I remember I was going with my sister, like I guess ripped, ripped that suit right off and then right into my hiking clothes. And I was going up the mountain and my sister said, why are you taking pictures of a tree stuff? It's a tree. And I'm like, Absolutely. well, there's just the little things that are just... Absolutely. I encourage you to do that as much as you can. It's it's, it's Mm -hmm. great that you did that. And it it definitely, it'll fulfill you in ways that uh, Mm -hmm. nothing else can compare to. I'm just like going over what we went over a whole today, like how we shift gear from like business to the quarantine, to like <laughs> yeah. photography. It's, that, it's, it's, it's that's, awesome. That's, it's YouTube. That's life YouTube. in a nutshell, brother. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's all over the place and it's crazy. And it's crazy. <laughs> and, but as long as, you know, you're laughing and having a good time and, yeah. uh, and helping someone else along the way, it's, it's, it's worth mm-hmm. getting up for. No, and, and and like for everybody that's listening, like mm-hmm. this, Christopher Corey has two successful business and just talking about Instagram is 244,000 of people that joined them, not following them. <laughs> I appreciate um, that, man. I appreciate um, that. And that, I mean, joined that them and itself and- <laughs> to me. I'm always shocked that uh, other than my sister and three friends, anybody follows me. But I am uh, I am truly humbled and honored by it. And you know, if one of those two hundred and whatever hundred thousand is inspired or or helped in any way, then it was it was definitely worth it. Not even speaking of like the people that you, um, I guess, respected on their photos. Like uh, even us, where if we add up ours, it won't even be like a quarter of yours. Like, but we respect and we appreciate that. Like things like that, you you putting things to action. You're like you're yeah, reaching out a hand to help do. somebody, and not just saying it, but you're doing it by action. Um, and just just uh, before we end it today, I, we always want to leave like a final thought of like what you want to say to everybody that's listening. Um, that could be just whatever they're going through, or just whatever like you thought about in the shower this morning. <laughs> kind of like <laughs> whichever. Well, I thought about a lot of things in the shower this morning, but that. Shampoo, yeah, conditioner, yeah, body yeah, wash, yeah, which was like, first. Oh, wow, yeah, you know. <laughs> totally, I'm, I'm out. I'm out of soap. Just go know. with my hair today. Which <laughs> one? Uh, I, I would uh, tell you, you know, we're going through just as the world is going through a difficult time right now. Um, you know, from the most tragic to just the most inconvenient. Uh, but I would tell everyone that you know, it's a moment in time. It's not time forever. And that, you know, we will get through all this. And just like any other rough time of life, it's, that's not life in and of itself. It's, it's a part of life. And the good by far outweighs the bad by far. It's not even close. So the, the bad times get a lot of headlines and get a lot of focus, but the good times and the beauty of life is still there every day and it dwarfs the rest of it. So you got to just keep it in perspective, you know, keep plugging, keep fighting and the sun will come out again.
There you go. Um, and uh, to leave with the audience, like, well, where could they find you if they're looking for your suiting store or just real estate wise? Just anything you want uh, to throw Both. Out I mean, the them? best place, you know, obviously is Instagram. Um, and that has, a, that has a link to our online store. And uh, there's some info about the shop there or, you know, ChristopherCorey.com, the real estate site. Um, either way, you know, uh, I'm, <laughs> I'm out there for better or for worse, <laughs> you know, <laughs> um, it's me, you know, <laughs> and remember everybody, everybody that's hanging out with us, uh, it's Christopher Corey, Corey with a K. Uh, so make sure to find him on there. Real estate store, ckcny.com too as well for the suiting. If you want to go directly to it, they're, they're open online. Go for that too as well. Check out the style. Yeah, appreciate you, man. Um, appreciate you. Yeah, we're no, of course uh, we're launching course. some new stuff uh, coming up here soon online that uh, hopefully gets people excited, and uh, I hope to see everybody there. Absolutely. No, most definitely. Yeah, look forward to. It. I know myself. I, I find myself oh, on your page sometimes. Like, oh man, I, I want to. I, I need no, to pick up some. We'll, 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 <laughs> we'll, we'll take like, care. Hold off on it for a little bit. Pretty soon, as soon as we get some clearance as to you know when, when this is all gonna unwind a little bit, um, we we're putting on some new stuff there soon. So hopefully, uh, you know, hopefully everybody likes it. Oh, I'm guaranteed they will. Like it's just, uh, and your YouTube is gonna be out. Yeah, that um, we're we're gonna try to get out. You know, we got delayed a little bit uh, because of uh, all the craziness that's going on. Mm -hmm. But um, you know, we hope yeah. to get it out. I would say now by the end of the year. Um, yeah. and I think mm -hmm. it'll be okay. very different than what people are used to seeing. Mm -hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, hopefully it, uh, it's something, uh, worth tuning in for. Yeah, most definitely. Well, definitely tune in for sure. Like we're, yeah, I appreciate we're already it, pumped as you talking it. about it. It's just very, it's very interesting. And everybody's listening. He won't be sitting behind a desk telling you. Oh man. Oh uh, man. <laughs> If if I do, that'll be like the last episode, and I'll I'll stand up with no pants on, you know. No, totally right. That's it. Well, you're there. You can yeah. step the desk, like done. We'll make sure to call you. We'll call one. you. We'll be like, hey, Chris, come on. Yeah. You told me. Yeah. Uh, if, if if at all you tune in and you see me doing that, please just do an intervention and. And come get me and say, bro, you, don't do it. <laughs> oh, man. And, and to everybody that's hanging out with us, thank you so much. Don't forget to Fair subscribe. Enough. You know, follow and join us on our journey. Rate and like Hangout Talks on all your podcast listening channels. And remember to follow us on Instagram. Mine is uh, Mr. Good underscore all for Peter. Thanks, Trent. It's Peter underscore the suited marketer. Thank you so much for joining us. The pleasure was mine, guys. Uh, I wish you guys the best. You're putting out some good stuff. Uh, continued success. No, thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it, Christopher. And yeah, hopefully after this crazy quarantine over, uh, over I look we'll forward to it. Be able to look reach out to you and we'll Absolutely. hang out. We're, we're looking forward for that yeah, espresso. Yeah, yeah. Like, I yeah. still remember that. <laughs> That'll be just one of the things you get, bro. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, man, right. thank you so much. <laughs> Sounds and, good. Everybody, thank you for hanging out with us. We'll catch you on the next episode. We'll hang out again. <laughs> <laughs>